0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez. Thank you for tuning in this Thursday night. We have a lot to talk about. We'll get into what Juju Smith-Schuster had to say about the Cowboys. Someone mentioned it last night here on the on the show, but I wanted to dive into what he had said and discuss why, in my opinion, Juju Smith-Schuster is not really a possibility for the Cowboys. We'll get into that. We will also be discussing the Cowboys' new signing. It's a kicker from Arlington. He was born in Arlington, so that is exciting. And lastly, before we close out the show, we have a complicated discussion ahead of us because we will try to actually fix the Pro Bowl. So what is up? Thank you, Burner account already being here in the YouTube account. Kenneth Fraser, good evening. Thank you, Louis, for being here as well. So let's start the show officially. As you join the stream, make sure you hit the like button, make sure you share the show. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know about ADC Sports Dallas. We'll talk about the, the Pro Bowl a little bit because Tom is already asking the gold question. Did you see Micah beat Tyreek Hill? We'll talk about that as well. It was insane seeing Micah Parsons run at an all-out speed. We'll talk about it. Let's get the show started here officially and let's get into it right away. Everyone, and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way throughout the entire offseason, make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. For more Cowboys content, more Mavericks content, there are new articles up there, so go check it out. And tonight on the show we'll talk about Juju Smith-Schuster flirting with the Cowboys. We'll talk about the new kicker in Dallas and also we'll get into a few ideas to fix the Pro Bowl. But as a as a, as a quick appetizer to the Pro Bowl content, how about Michael Parsons? He just beat out earlier this evening, he beat out Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb and Trevon Diggs in a race, a foot race. And it's so amazing to see Parsons, who is listed as a 246-pound linebacker, <laughs> beat out Tyreek Hill, Nick shop and Trevon Diggs. To be fair, in this 40-yard dash, as Chuck Pridgen is pointing out on the Facebook chat, to be fair, I don't know about Tyreek Hill's effort. It seems like he is kind of slow to get off and then I don't know if he was limping, or I don't know if that was more of an excuse to having a bad start in the race. I really don't know. But hey, set you know, forget about that for a moment and just appreciate what Michael Parsons was able to do in this race because that was quite insane. Let's see, only time a cowboy shows up this late in the season, the Pro Bowls' burner account. I will tell you that what before we get into the the topics of the show what i like the most about michael parsons in the pro bowl today was not that race was not that 40 yard thatch, the fastest man in the nfl competition it was what he had to say when he was asked about what would be his top memory and or what would the, the question was what will you remember the most from the cowboys 2021 season that was what michael parsons was asked By a reporter, I don't know who it was. And he replied, I remember that we lost in the first round. So that's just, I know that a lot of Cowboys fans will get goosebumps listening to that answer because it really just speaks to what kind of competitor Michael Parsons is. And at such a young age, it is quite amazing to see, to listen to him answer this way. That's what, what's his, what's on his mind right now. So shout out to Michael Parsons who won the fastest man in the NFL competition and also shout out for such a tremendous answer to the media. Brian Doyle says, as a Cowboys fan, I will take any win that I can get. And listen, I think Trevon Diggs. If you're, if you're talking about searching for wins, at least you can point out that also Trevon Diggs won the catch competition. Senior Bowl practice says TV Mac was way better than this Pro Bowl stuff, says TV Mac. And that's what you and I was also watching the East West train game in college football. Was kind of fun for a moment there. But I agree with Stevie Mac. Senior Bowl always steals the show. And that is why. Alright, I will save that. I, I was going to say something, but I will save that until the end of the show. We when we get to fixing the Pro Bowl here in ADC Sports, Dallas Primetime. Jessica Villarreal, thank you for joining the show as well. Over there at Facebook saying that was awesome. Joseph saying Micah dusted heel. That was quite insane. Michael Parsons running at an all-out speed. That was fun to watch. I-, I-, I will tell you what, Stevie Mac, I agree with you mostly for the most part that the senior bowl practice was way better than the pro bowl stuff. However, I will take Michael Parsons running that way most of the time and it's it's cool because for a long time this season we talked about how micah looked like the fastest player on the field just about any rep that he took part in so he was the fastest player out of the out of the 22 guys that were on the field most of the time and now he was able to display that in a 40-yard dash so shout out to him now let's talk about what juju smith schuster Pittsburgh Steelers' wide receiver had to say about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. They were together in a 7-11 event yesterday. And Juju had an interesting comment that will surely cause a lot of speculation maybe by media. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, Let's talk about his quote. Juju B. Chuster said he's a great quarterback. Catching balls from him in a facility like this, I wouldn't mind. He has some good organizations around him, a great team, a great organization, so you never know. Of course, Juju is set to become a free agent this offseason. And maybe a comment that will get a lot of attention because it is Juju's mid schuster after all. And the Cowboys are at least likely to lose one of their wide receivers. And we're likely talking about Michael Gallup since he is the one. that that is going to become a free agent. I know that there is a lot of speculation going around about what will happen with Amari Cooper, but we'll just tag and label Michael Gallup as the most likely receiver to be off the team next season because he will be a free agent. So I think that is fair. So I know there will be a lot of conversations going around about Juju, but I don't know. I, I really don't think that he would be that the Cowboys would really be interested in Juju. And the question for the chat is, would you like or dislike Juju's Smith-Schuster on a one-year prove-it deal? Because even if you like Juju, and the question is up there in the chat for you guys to chime in, even if you like Juju's Smith-Schuster, I think he's a tough sign for the Cowboys. Because sure, he's likely to land another one-year deal, in 2022 if he wants a prove it year instead of a multi-year contract if he wants to try to cash in in 2023 and he's looking for an opportunity this year it is still hard to sign him the Steelers were able to retain him last year on a one-year prove it deal but that was worth 8 million dollars that is not a lot in the current wide receiver market however i do believe that puts him out of the conversation for the Dallas Cowboys. I like him. I think I think I like him as a player. I know he gets a lot of a, a lot of bad rap for his social media and his TikTok account and all of that. But I still believe that he's a good wide receiver, especially if you're not asking him to be that number one guy on any offense. So I would like him, but I do not see him being a true possibility for the Cowboys in the offseason even though he said what he said and all of that. It will be fun speculation maybe for the fan base, but I don't see the Cowboys truly considering him when the time comes. Let's see. Uh, Kenneth says, Cooper will be staying, I believe. That is a belief that I share. Juju says, Drama Queen says, Ed Rogers, dislikes his burner account, Dislike for Stevie Mac. Louis says, we want him, but Louis, speaking as a Titans fan, Juju would be nice, says Joseph Logan. Let's see. Yeah, we can give him a shot for a one-year deal. I think he has potential to make up for what MG13 did, says John Star. Let's see. Like him, one-year prove-it deal. It's cool. More like a one-year, three or four million, I'll do it, says Tommy. And that's where it gets complicated. Even if Juju Smith-Schuster is seeking a one-year prove-it deal, I think that three or four million dollars is... Going to fall short for what you just Schuster demands and gets once he becomes a free agent in the NFL. So I think that's what really rules him out as a target for the Cowboys. Team Hall says depends on what Dallas is going to do with Cooper and Gallup because Dallas needs a wide receiver with breaking speed. I think Team Hall over here in the Facebook chat is accurate with this if you you might want that receiver that really takes the top off of a defense and i wonder if juju is that i don't really know about that and that's what michael gallup maybe provided for the cowboys for a while there but maybe you want to draft a speedy receiver as team was suggesting in the facebook chat joseph logan asks is juju a good route runner in my opinion he is in my opinion, he can really run routes at a high level in the NFL. I liked him coming out of USC. He was one of my top five prospects in at wide receiver that year. I remember that. It, that's that was one of the seasons in which I watched the most wide receiver tape, and I loved Juju Smith-Schuster. And I think he's quite a good route runner. He isn't a speedster, says Bernard Account. He's a route runner, slot wide receiver primarily. That's what he has done indeed with the Steelers. And I think that when he struggled the most was when Pittsburgh asked him to step up and be a number one wide receiver. That likely wouldn't be the case in Dallas. So I would like him talent-wise. I don't see it happening, though. I don't see him being a top target for the Cowboys or a legit target to be more accurate for the Cowboys in free agency. I will agree with Stephen White, though, not better than Michael Gallup. I, I would take Michael Gallup over Juju right now. Especially because I think that Michael Gallup can be more of a versatile wide receiver. And I would feel comfortable playing Michael Gallup just about anywhere. Outside, inside. He could be my X receiver. He could be my wide receiver. I don't know if I feel the same way about Juju's Smith-Schuster. Now, boxer says we need a beast X if Cooper is living, and that is a big if. I know it's a possibility. I'm still leaning towards Amari Cooper staying around with the Cowboys. So let's move on to the next topic, though. Let's let's talk. We we have talked about uh, we have talked about receivers. Let's get into the kicking position, into the kicker position, because the Cowboys made a sign this week. And I wanted to ask you guys in the chat, well, it's not official. It's not a formal signing yet, but he is expected to be signed. And I there's a question for you guys from 1 to 10. How would you rate Greg Sorlain's job security this offseason? Because the Cowboys signed none other than Arlington native Chris Nagar And he was a kicker for SMU. He went 17 for 21 in the 2020 season. So he is a solid kicker. And he is competition for Greg DeLegge. Make no mistake about it. Maybe he's not the guy that really is going to the throne, Greg. But the Cowboys have signed a young kicker as a reserve slash future contract. So expect him to maybe make some noise potentially in the offseason. I don't know. How safe is Greg Sirlein? Let's let's see some of your answers. Dallas Junk goes with a two. Stephen White says five. Burner account with the pessimistic 10. And the quote, we like our guys. Stevie Mack goes with a four. Ryan goes with a one. Boxster three. I will go with a low number. I will go with a four. Because I cannot go any lower than that. Because hey, the Cowboys might not draft a kicker like we discussed on Tuesday night here on primetime. And the markets for kickers are so weird and you never know if you're going to be left watching while the other teams sign the top kickers and maybe the Cowboys at some point do end up walking out with the quote that Tom put out there in the YouTube chat saying that they like their guys. But I'm excited about Chris Nagar joining the Cowboys he's he was a kicker for SMU so he's playing for his hometown team I think I read somewhere in social media that his family are Cowboys fans so he would be playing for his family's team and that that's fun if that is the case let's see how Chris Nagar does he's a second year player he was with the Jets and I cannot remember the second team that he was with um, practice squad, he wasn't drafted, of course, but he's a young player, and you never know with these guys. I like the idea of signing a young, unproven kicker over signing a veteran that seems like the same generic version of a kicker that is going to be close to average in the NFL. The thing about Greg the Leg is that he wasn't average in 2021, he was well below average because if you were looking at extra points percentage. He ranked 24th in the league. If you were looking at field goal percentage, also 24th in the NFL. Not that special in the 40 to 49 range. Not that bad in the 50 plus yard range, maybe. But yeah, you, you definitely want to look for better options. And I think that the most frustrating thing about, about Greg leg is the the extra point thing. You cannot be 24th in the NFL in extra points. I get not nailing field goals and I get that NFL kickers have struggled recently, but extra points should be closer to automatic. I was making that comparison with Evan McPherson from the Bengals. He ended up being top 10 in extra points. He was not that Above Greg Sterling in field goals, though, I think that he ranked 20th What while Greg, while Greg was 24th. But what he has done in the postseason, that rookie for the Bengals, that is amazing. And that should be enough motivation to at least consider drafting a kicker. And I know people are bringing up some former Cowboys kicker. Tommy is talking about Kai Forbeth. And I know that that's always been a mystery for Cowboys fans. Why did the Cowboys move on? For Kai for And of course, the speculation will always be there on it being as simple as maybe not being John Fassel's guy. And that's where you want the front office to maybe be a bit more demanding and going, I know that Soraline is your guy, but hey, he is clearly not giving you results. Whoever released Lyrium is a dummy head or is this crap fixed, says Boxster Cowboys. I like Liriam Hyrule Lahu L- a lot. Not going to lie, more than anything, because I loved his his uh story. But also he had some impressive stats for when he was in the spring league and when he was in the CFL, which I know is a very different uh, league, but still I would like to, to I would have liked to see more from Liriam Hyrule Lahu. L-. So I will go with a with a four. I will go with a four final answer for Greg Sorelines job security. Go 10 for 10 and gets released as Tommy. Idiots take my head talking about Cobra Kai for sure. But anyways, guys, before I leave you tonight, I wanted to talk to you guys about fixing the Pro Bowl. And full transparency, I wrote an article on July about this topic. And I went and revisited it. And I had three ideas on that article and we had an original tree Adam Holt my ADC sports colleague and I we were trying to come up with ideas and actually this is where I opened the chat up once again to crowdsource for ideas drop your big idea to fix the Pro Bowl in the NFL you can get bold you can get crazy with it just let me know what your ideas are to fix the Pro Bowl in the NFL because it is more than clear then, when you look at what the MLB does with, the, with their All-Star game, when you look at what the NBA does, they are all way ahead of the NFL just because of the nature of the Pro Bowl itself and football itself. You cannot be out there having full contact and stuff like that. Ed Rogers says, I don't watch that game. And that is exactly the problem that we are trying to solve. So Ed, this really doesn't, Uh, save you from participating. You can participate in this survey and maybe in a few years you can watch the game if Roger Goodell is tuning into primetime and looking for ideas. All kidding aside though, I will read you the original bullet point list that we came up with, Adam Holt and I in the summer about how to fix the ADC sports, uh, excuse me, the NFL Pro Bowl. Number one was and this was just our preliminary list of ideas. Number one was make it two hours of the dodgeball game they play instead. Number two was cancel the game altogether. Number three was repeat this process yearly. That's not going to happen. So we had to come up with another three ideas. And this is where we got to. The skill challenge is great. Put it on primetime. That was my number one idea. And maybe they're closer to doing so. In this year, well, today they started at 7 p.m. Eastern time. But I'm thinking more about primetime weekend style. Saturday night, put it on there on primetime on ESPN one day before the Pro Bowl. Why not? That that would be my number one idea. That's what the M that what that's what Major League Baseball does with the Derby. I think that's what the NBA does with the slam dunk contest. By the way, I'm excited because Mexican-American NBA player Juan Toscano Anderson is going to be in the slam dunk contest. I think he's the first Mexican to ever be in that. I'm excited about that too. I know someone in particular will like the next idea in the YouTube chat, and that is fan controlled football style. Let the fans call the place. And I know this one is the most ambitious one of them all. And I'm not talking about every single down, but maybe have some key moments, maybe have some key moments sprinkled in there in the Pro Bowl in which fans can, I don't know, open the NFL app and actually pick between three plays, sort of like in Madden. <laughs> Stevie Mack says, "Call it the Jerry Vol, and whatever teams win, Jerry will. Tr- Throw them an insane party on his jack with the Cowboys cheerleaders, says Stevie Mac. Oh, no. Have them play softball games, says Ed Rogers. Hey, maybe that's what gets you to watch it, Ed. Maybe. I agree that should be tried one day ahead on ESPN, says Kenneth Fraser. I think, I think they have a good product in the skills challenge. I really do. I know it's not for everybody, but I know that a lot of people would tune in if maybe... The stakes were a bit higher with the skills challenge. And if more people were tuning in to watch. You know what? Two weeks ago, you know what was on ESPN News? There was an Air Guitar World Championship. I'm not even joking, guys. This was on Saturday night, I believe, on ESPN News. Air Guitar World Championship. And this is where it gets even better. (laughs) There was no music because of copyrights. So we were just watching like guys doing air guitar stuff. I don't even know how to do it. It's apparently a sport. And you had the sportscaster going crazy over the techniques and everything. And that was so weird to watch. And you cannot get the NFL Pro Bowl skills challenge on primetime TV. I think that is an area of opportunity for the NFL. And I also thought, wait a minute, but on that week, we have the Pro Bowl. However, the Pro Bowl starts at 1.30 p.m. Central Time. So if you're going to do it on prime time, just you might, sure, there are more sports going on, but I know I know that NFL Seacos will tune in more easily than they will on a Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central Time. Tommy says, take away the fan boat and make the players and coaches decide who gets in. So, So maybe sort of, to have more old pro vibes. I like that. Give the t- winning team players a million dollar bonus. I bet they would play hard for that. They definitely would. Uh, Burner account says they could have an annual award show as well to honor the old pros and award winners. I like that. Make the last NFL team play the best college teams, just Boxer, Cowboy. That would be ugly. The World Series of Dice is definitely worth watching. Leonhard Washington is a beast. I didn't know that existed, to be honest. Now, my number three idea was let former coaching legends coach. Would you guys tune in, for example, to watch Jimmy Johnson on the Pro Bowl sidelines? Bill Cowher, Tony Dungy. I would tune in to watch that. And I know for a long time, people were rooting for primetime Sanders and... Who was the other one uh, to actually suit up? Was it Michael Irvin? Was it Michael? No, it was Jerry Rice. It was Jerry Rice and Prime Time. People wanted them to suit up and play at least one drive in the Pro Bowl or some sort of one-on-one. That that would have been that would have broken the NFL ratings. But I would have, in a less ambitious idea, I would definitely tune in to watch some former coaching legends you know, take the headset and try to coach the teams. I would definitely watch that. Hell yeah, I would, says Tommy. Uh, Youngstar says we should be able to involve the fans some way, somehow. And this might be the key to it, to it all because I don't hate the players for not going at it. They get injured in any practice. They get injured in any regular season game. Why would they go hard at a Pro Bowl game? I understand that. So maybe I I agree with Junkstar. Maybe it's more about involving the fans more than involving the players themselves. Because it will be hard for them to do so because of the nature of the sport. And I know that the NBA with the whole Team LeBron, Team Giannis thing they had going on a few years ago. They had tremendous success with that. And, And it was an intense game in the fourth quarter and they wanted to win. But I think that the NBA gives you more of that, more of that star power than maybe in the NFL you don't get. Mo, it doesn't exist, says Burner account. Uh, That's from the Chappelle's show. Ah, I have not, I I actually am watching the Chappelle show on Netflix. I have not gotten to that sketch, but I'm looking forward to it man, that's just some savage comedy on that on that show uh, <laughs> i I will continue watching just to get to that championship dice uh to what what was the the name the world series of dice all right i I will get to that have Bill Burr hosted so Stephen white could you imagine if fans got to ask public embedded questions to team owners? Burner account would be the number one guy taking up some questions for For Jerry Jones. Anyways. Guys. That will be it for me tonight. Uh, Those are some of of my ideas. To fix a Pro Bowl. I know that Pat McAfee once had this crazy. Idea in which he said. Just have some 7 on 7 football. And I think that could be fun. Even though it would be maybe unfair. To the offensive linemen and defensive linemen. But 7 on 7 football could be fun. And maybe you have the offensive linemen. Have some. Uh, on-the-side contests, I really don't know. But I think people would people watch maybe a more intense flag game, for example, flag football game? Maybe you could have some of that. Anyways, I will leave you for tonight. Check out adcsportsdallas.com or adcsports.com slash Dallas. Check that out. Uh, Some articles are up there on the Cowboys, maybe considering the Bengals' approach, some mock drafts that you can find. So make sure you check it out. Cole Patterson, Shane Carter, Alec Cash, some great Cowboys writers. And of course, Ian, the man with the Mavericks content. You can also check that out on the site. Thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you Sunday night. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. And hey, thank you, guys. Thank you to each and every one of you. See you.